0: I will go on record saying I literally never agreed to any of these 9 a.m. ones. Hello, and welcome back to Michigan's own X Wing podcast, the Bestman Bench Warmers podcast. I'm your host, Alex Beryl, and here today with me is Cody Wood and Matt Corser. Happy
1: end of February, guys.
0: Happy end of February. How are you guys doing today?
1: Uh, I'm doing relatively well for it being really early in the morning.
2: Yeah, I'm doing pretty well too. This is our earliest recording time, so this is... Uh, I don't know if I necessarily want to do this again this early, but...
0: Yeah, mistakes are definitely
2: made. Well, that's uh, yeah. yeah, it's going to be a good time. <laughs> we're going to have a good time.
0: So uh, today's discussions will be... Uh, how hyperspace is shaping up. We're going to look at the Swedish Nationals, GSP Sigma qualifier. Uh, both Cody and I were in the qualifier, so we're going to talk about our experiences of that as well. So, Swedish Nationals. I uh, wish I could have caught any of these games on stream because a lot of these lists
2: are pretty crazy. Were any of them on stream? I don't know a fan. I can probably I, I know someone who played in the Swedish Nationals. I can probably shoot them a message after we're done recording and see if they were or not. Yeah, that's fine. Let's just
0: go through some quick stats real quick before we start talking about the interesting lists. One Empire was by far the most played Empire and Separatists. Really, Empire is at twenty two lists, Separatists at eighteen, Scum at sixteen. Which is uh, the exact opposite, basically,
2: of uh, the GSP, but we'll get to that later. And when you when you say Empire, you mean just tie advanced prototype spam with tracers, right? Hey, there's some Interceptors in there as well. <laughs> yes, yes.
0: Uh, yeah, and then the least played one, Rebels at five. So, uh, you know, ship count again, roughly at four. Uh, the highest cut... Is the Rebels 40%, but that's two out of five lists,
2: so that's a little bit dubious. Well, it's, obvi- it's obvious that Europe did not listen to our Rebel list-building episode.
0: <laughs> hey, Well, the Separatists got a 35% cut, and that's six out of the 17 lists brought. So. And you can really tell
1: they weren't listening because most of it was Django Zam. Had
0: some Nandex in there, yeah. too. <laughs> Anyways, it was a top 16 cut. Seven Separatists in the cut, six Empire, two Rebels, one Resistance. No First Order, no Republic, no Scum.
1: I have to say, the No Republic is probably the most surprising one of those. Because the Hound in 3-7-Bs just seems like a really good,
0: efficient list that you can't screw up. And you say that, even though that's what I flew, and I didn't do too well in the tournament. <laughs> Different one. Uh, yeah, The actually, the highest place first order list was 18th, so it was pretty close. Um, you know, triple silencers, which we'll get to later. The highest place for public list was 20th. That's Hound, two ARCs, and two
2: V-Wings. It's kind of a cool list, actually. I was looking at that, and I, I really liked it. I mean, I, I mean I've... Professed my love for V wings, even though my heart wants to play them, but my head tells me not to. But yeah, I mean, it just it that it, it could have made cut had its MOV just been a little bit better. Which the arcs and the in the and uh, the lats are just going to bleed MOV for you throughout the day,
0: for sure. And the highest place scum list was also two away from that at twenty second. That was Fendangar and Darak, so sort of a scum ace kind of archetype. But the crazy thing about the top 16, right, six lists at five ships or more, four lists at two ships, all on Jango Zam. That's
2: ridiculous. <laughs> it
0: really is. That dichotomy is pretty nuts.
1: I mean, it's actually really good. That means that we got a nice little split on what's good,
0: what's not. A quarter of the cut was Jango Zam. I mean, Zam's really good.
2: I I still like I know we've been talking since episode one. I still I need someone to tell me I don't understand. I understand why Zam is good. And I think Zam should be in more lists. I don't get the whole like Django Zam and why it's doing so well. I, I still just I still just don't get it.
0: The crazier part about that, too. This is hyperspace as well. So you don't have like no. Palpatine.
2: Yeah, like these aren't these aren't degenerate. Django Zams.
1: Man, isn't any two-ship lists degenerate?
0: I mean... Uh, you know, we, we've already talked at length about Django Zam. I, we're still amazed that it's still doing well. Yeah, I don't see it. I've never lost against it. Anyways, let's talk about some of the really cool lists that I saw. Um, Obviously, we should probably talk about first place, though, I eh? But he had uh, five Inquisitors, all with Foresight. Which, you know, last episode we were talking about just having a bunch of bonus attacks. And that's, that's a lot.
2: That's was a attack. lot of bonus.
1: Bonus attacks, attacks with free mods, so you're free to take the Evade, which makes those Inquisitors even more tanky. That's still doing damage. Just denying your range three bonus. Those five of them, you, like you shouldn't really be dodging five bullseyes, especially after you move.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Inquisitors are just so tanky and three agility backed up by a force and the ability to have an evade. Also linked actions. Blue one hard. They're really good knife fighters. It was really interesting, actually. There's an article um, about some of the upgrades that we saw in Swedish Nats that like wouldn't have like when they designed the cards are like, Oh, these might be a little bit underpowered and not going to see play too much. Uh, Specifically like treacherous and foresight talked about how uh, foresight just uh, a strict downgrade over a snapshot. It was really interesting seeing just the, the value and the curating of hyperspace just to bring up other upgrades that are, Maybe worse than others, but
2: are very, very good in hyperspace. Yeah, Treacherous has been seeing a definite... I haven't seen a definite uptick in use the last few big tournaments in hyperspace for that. We've seen Treacherous in some extended lists, too, at this
1: point, haven't we? And Foresight, like, Five Inquisitors with Foresight, still a good extended list. It's not as good, because it has more um, easily double-modded ships. Bonus attacks are good. Who knew? Three agility is good. Who knew?
0: Remember when hyperspace first came out and everyone was wondering what the Empire was going to do?
2: Turns out just the V1s are very good. <laughs> just... When hyperspace first came out, you could fly Vader, Grand Inquisitor, Tier, Vader, Tier Duchess. Well, I mean like this season. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. I remember this season. The Second place list though, Grievous,
0: Zam, and Burwer Cret. <laughs> second place, uh, all of the with Treacherous.
2: I love it.
1: I was gonna say, you're the uh Nantex player over here, the CIS. And wow, if, what is this?
2: If if I, I'm i okay seeing a fire spraying separatist doing well, if it's in a list like this, I mean, I I would prefer to see more droids, but uh, as far as like the named Nantex pilots, Burr just holds a special place in my heart. I don't know why it's just he was he's never been as good as Sunfok or Chertek. He's just kind of like he's I-5 and he's there like he's he's pretty much just like I'm an I-5 ship to go along with Zam. What is his ability? Uh, it's after you perform an attack that hits. Each uh, friendly ship can, with a calculate action, can perform a red target lock or calculate. It's it's red calculate, red calculate action. Yeah. Every ship that has a target lock on the ship that you hit can perform a red calculate action. So they have to have a target lock already on that ship.
0: So his ability is he's a PS five. Yeah. His ability is literally useless in that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. In that. In that. In this list. Yeah, he's he's essentially useless.
0: Okay, that's
1: an interesting build. I wish I could have seen how this flew.
0: Yeah, I mean, if uh, there's a lot of ships out there, right? So Treacherous, the value of Treacherous just goes up the more ships there are. Mm -hmm. Being able to avoid a damage and also give a ship a strain, it's really good. It's kind of interesting, though, because they're really high, so it's... You're kind of minimizing the effect on incoming shots unless like Grievous is a four, right? So he's probably the the one that benefits the most out of it if other people are shooting before him. It's kind of weird.
2: Yeah, and he's and Burr is the cheapest piece in the list too. So, you know, him him being I five, there's not a lot in hyperspace that's gonna shoot above him. So he's generally gonna get a shot off before he dies or two. And then you have Grievous and Zam just clean up.
1: So, he probably had Burr. Burr? Burr? Uh, be the flanker. Because if he's just like taking the brunt of everything, he's not going to lo- uh, live very long. Even with an
0: Ensnare. Gravitic. And Gravitic? Yes, uh, Gravitic and Treacherous. Because Ensnare's on Hyper's So, it's, yeah. I mean, he probably has the easiest way of getting Treacherous off, right? Because he can just smash into a ship and tractor himself off of it. So now there's pretty much a ship between him and wherever, who else is shooting at him, if they're shooting at him. And it does recharge after you kill a ship and a swan, so. Yeah, it was, uh. It, you must have flown that so well, because that is that's a crazy list, especially for making it Zekind all the way up there.
2: Yeah, having a named Nantex without ensnare in hyperspace, like, yeah, mad, mad respect.
1: I was going to say, Zam and Grievous might have really carried that list too the two really efficient ships
2: let's try it. I mean Grievous is still really good I love General Grievous yeah that just seems like it just seems like that, that, that's a pretty solid zam too like if you're not gonna run Django, just Treacherous Count Dooku Thermal Detonators Slave 1 and Boba Fett like it's a, it's a pretty solid build and then you it's know you efficient. have Grievous has his Impervium Plating and Soulless 1 with Treacherous like you know Grievous can be tanky and then you have i five burr with gravitic deflection. If he's tractor, to he get some re rolls, it seems pretty solid.
0: Another uh, list that I thought was really cool and a little bit strange was the six barons, the one with uh, two tracers, four Prockets, but also five of them had ruthless.
2: Yeah, that made top it, four.
0: Yeah, i I don't know what the the value that he got out of the Ruthless, there was, but I mean, they're very it, accurate I mean, it works with the proc as well.
1: Yeah, it works with the proc. it can work with the tracers to help get the target lock, so you just take one damage, make sure your tracers get three hits, so you're getting all target locks, so you can do more net damage by taking one damage.
0: I also don't know why, maybe if this list is long, I don't know, the last one didn't have Ruthless, because these guys, three-point bid, which I can see, you know, a lot of the I3s going around. But it would seem kind of weird to me that the last one wouldn't have Ruthless.
2: Ruthless is only one point, right? Yep.
1: And I feel like the four-point bid would have been bigger than the three-point bid, just because a Hound and three seven bs being three points. Um, five Inquisitors with four sites, like, that's a full 200. i don't know what he's seen in his practice games over there to make him want the three-point bid, except for possibly I didn't copy everyone with a ruthless.
2: But hey, he did something right. He made top four.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, usually you see like a couple FCSs on the the pocket ones just to get the reroll. Maybe you know. I see that a lot more. It's really strange to me that there's ruthless, but it makes it makes sense. It's just a little strange. Like no one would expect to see ruthless and
2: top cut of any hyperspace. I'd be interested to see if he lost to the other uh, Tyvee ones, or if he lost to the Zambarer Grievous, because that seems like a those five bar- those six barons seems like a really tough match for. Zamber and Grievous. I mean, it seems like a tough match for both of them, but it seems like an especially tough matchup for the, the Separatist Aces. For sure.
0: Um, the next one that I like, the uh, only resistance list, I believe um, Poe, Jaspava, Bastion, and Rose. I believe with a three point bid, Poe with mispray. R4 overdrive ion torpedoes.
2: That's a scary Poe.
0: The overdrive does make him
1: just pick put a ship down and place it wherever it wants it, basically.
0: I mean, ion torpedoes are still really good at four points. They're so good. Yes, they are. I mean, we've been banging on about that for many
1: episodes now. But if you need one damage done, like you don't even care about the ion, it's a four die gun.
0: Yeah, I wonder how he flew it. Like, I'm assuming Poe is not with the with Jess, Bastion, and Rose, right? He'd be way too much of a target for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's weird flying Jess, because she really has to stick with other people, like Rose, which is fine. I've just, uh, you know, Nimi's also there. She's a couple points cheaper. Also the same pilot skill as uh, Bastion. And you can kind of run a little bit looser formation there. Mm-hmm. So let's I wonder if there's a Specific way to how he flew that maximized Jess's potential like that. I there
1: is something to staying inflammation. It does. Um, what get it a it lot so of guns on opponent. target? Yeah, you have guns on target, and it makes it so your opponents can't just jump on one ship. Because when I'm flying aces, I love to like. Oh, you have a flanker? No, you don't. It's dead.
0: Yeah, which is why I was wondering if if like if Poe's trying to flank with them they just turn it on Poe, that's gonna be a dead poe real quick when I mean, it's a d seventy it lasts a little bit longer, but I mean again these these are four and five ship lists' They're, they can need to weigh it to agility mm-hmm. but that's so, we've seen other resistance lists with more ships. And uh, that essentially more efficiency. I wonder if it how clutch those ion torpedoes came in just to be able to get it off rip at, you know, a six. Julian Hood was first in Swiss. I really liked his list. Uh, four Predator Interceptors and uh, ion limiter override for meal, which lets you do a, a barrel roll after you do one of the red right maneuvers.
1: Uh, and they have... What, the turns and sloops of the Reds?
0: Yeah, both their one and two turns, and their one sloop, and their stop.
2: So they have you a stop. can They do. You can stop and yeah. barrel roll. Yeah, Reapers have stops.
0: That's dirty. Yeah, I really like that. It's so cool. I mean, just to be able to, like... It's weird because it's three points, right? But it's you do like a one hard barrel roll with a medium base ship, you're you're making some weird maneuvers there, especially with the ailerons.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But it, it's a drawback too, right? If you roll a hit result, you get a strain, which probably doesn't matter on the Reaper, but if you get the crit, you take an ion. on. Yeah, How much is, does that crit actually
1: come up, though? Probably medium base. Lose. True. At least you only, it takes two of them, so you need two crits and however many dice rolls. Yeah, I mean,
0: I, I just think those are really cool <laughs> I'm sure that uh, Captain with Having the Predators Or the Interceptors I And mean, they're all also a four So you can kind of move them, position them however you want And you have uh, Four ships shooting for Vermil, Which is always very good
2: Makes this shot a lot more accurate Stripping some mods before then Yep, I dig it, I dig it Seems like a lot of fun
0: I kind of actually want to play this list at some point. Let's do it. It's yeah, super cool. Yeah, Um. any other super interesting lists to you? I mean, you have a couple treacherous Zam Django,
2: which is nuts. You have a snapshot Zam Django. I saw that. That was pretty crazy. But, I mean, my I like the droids. The, droid, the droids were made cut. So. About time people still remember when those exist. You have three Tri-Fighters, a Bactoid Prototype with Thread Tracers, and three Vultures, all with Stress One with Thread Tracers. I would prefer uh, Probe Droids, but obviously it doesn't have points for that with three Tri-Fighters. So, made top 16. Six overall in Swiss, so... Is Good there job. anything interesting
1: about the uh, two Rebel List?
0: Well, there's five Axe Wings, but it's not the... Uh it's the Red Squadron. So they're the threes.
2: And then the Rebel Force, Ten, Braylon, Garvin, Dutch. Dutch with ion turret and ion torpedoes. Why not? It's an efficient little ship right there. Three.
0: Ion controls, still really strong.
2: I thought it was interesting that three Adas and Broadside made cut too. Uh, good job, Andre Lin, for obviously flying those Adas really well with Anakin, Obi-Wan, and T to make it into top 16. Uh congratulations with those ADAs. Also thank you, Andre Lynn, for making uh <laughs> the phone. Yes, also thank you for that. But congratulations for flying those Adas obviously very well because those things I've flown them many times and they can just just die. I think uh Alex
1: you said something. The only PS three uh, ship below PS three was Bastion.
0: Yeah. Uh, well other than like the uh the droid swarm. Yeah, every other ship, okay, except for passion, every other ship was three and higher. So those bids for the um, everyone who's three or all those fours now acting as kind of an ace. It really plays
2: into it. Did no one fly seek swarms? an not on that cut. Scum didn't make that. You have to go down to thirty three before you get Four cartel spacers, spacers with proton torpedoes, and two I do Z actually entyped. like that
0: list. It showed up at GSP too, where you had the uh, the two Zs with red tracers, and then four seeks with proton torpedoes. Hmm.
2: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not seeing like a true seek swarm anywhere so far. Like I'm down in like the 70s. Yeah, and you
0: like know.
2: there's there's seek swarms plus some. Well, there's a. There's some Sikh swarms with Nam. That's nasty. But, yeah, man, I guess Europe doesn't want to play Sikh swarms.
1: Thank you. Nice. Sikh swarms with Nam. That's, uh, I think we're we'll going to be talking about that
0: soon. <laughs> so that's the Swedish Open. Um, that is basically the exact opposite of, of the GSP Sigma. Uh, there are so many Separatists, so many Empire... Not, not a lot of other stuff no no sea swarms in the top cut, which is actually they're not even in the top 32 right that's that's insane out of the 16, 16 scum lists only and none of, none of them were sea swarms that made cut that's happy until we get to the GSP one
2: <laughs> i I can't I can't can't stand a sea swarm just I don't like it I just don't like it.
1: What, you don't like being able to do damage to your enemy's ships.
0: And there's so many of them that you have to.
2: GSP Sigma,
0: right? Uh, just some quick stats, right? Republic most flown faction at 45. Someone must have been listening to their podcast at some point, right?
1: I, like legitimately, this is almost the because there's only eight in the Swedish nationals. There's only 14
0: separatist lists in GSP. Which had like, you know, double the amount of people, right? And eighteen in in Swedish. That's insane. Oh yeah, uh Republic at forty five, Empire at forty one, and both Rebel and Scum rounding out at thirty apiece. And then a huge drop to first order and resistance to sixteen. Color me shocked.
1: So what I'm noticing is uh the Swedish had no faith in Republican rebels. Even though <laughs> I was at a 40% cut in the uh, Swedish. Just saying.
0: (laughs) Those two lists. (laughs) Still counts. Yeah. um, In GSP, Separatist, 28.6% cut rate, so 4 out of the 14. FO, Cody, quarter of the list got in. (laughs) And the
1: other one was two points, or another one was?
0: Yeah, so the top 32 cut, 9 Republic. 8 Empire 4 Scum 1st uh, Order and Separatists all at 4 and uh, 3 Rebels so no resistance the next highest one was 40 it was Andy Priest I played him in my second round shout out to him he had basically all my alt arts that was really strange because <laughs> I, I believe he's in like Minneapolis or something he's Arch Alliance I think so it was a fun game I uh I basically killed a ship around when I played them. That was rough. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, those things popped once they. What were you got playing disjointed. again? I was dispute? playing uh, Hound in 37B because I made that list. Damn it, so I want to fly it. Um, poorly, though. But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> uh, so half of the top 32 cut, 16 lists. five or more ships and zero two ship builds in the top 32 as opposed to a quarter from Sweden
2: that makes me happy
0: to hear why do these two ship lists keep doing well in Europe hey I mean one of these places are correct right (laughs) we'll figure out which one is later Um, you know and I, I believe the top 32 cut I mean it has a higher ship count Obviously, because there's no two-ship lists in there, but it's still at, like, four and a half ships, which is a so lot. There's a lot of
1: three-ships lists uh keep it down a little bit. I'm assuming uh, anything that wasn't five-plus was basically uh, three. I, mean, I guess there's not that many other choices,
0: right? Um, four. <laughs> there's there's a fair amount of four ones as well. Of, like, um, like the Jedi kind of lists. Cody, do you want to talk about your experience at uh, GSP Sigma, or should we hold that to the end of this discussion? Uh, I was going to say we can hold it to the end. Fair enough. <laughs> so, um, the winner, which you also played in your first round at Cut, right? Yep. Special uh, Demos, I think, is what it is. I believe so. Uh, I try not to pronounce people's names, man. I've, I've heard enough of that on podcasts. That is fair. He had a... Was it five seeks and Loam? Yep. But the best part about it was he had Sunny Bounder. <laughs> with advanced Proton Torpedoes, not the last. So um I don't remember if we mentioned it on the podcast or not. And I know we talked about it when we were streaming, especially in your game, Matt. Um with Zam Wessel and Proton Torpedoes, a scary ship. Very just uh you know you're a you're a one so whoever shoots at you if you do it right you're gonna get a lock on them now now they're gonna get shot at and it's gonna be bad yeah, I mean, no matter what you get a name at them it's uh it's scary you just roll up there with a the focus right just tell someone to shoot you If they do you get a lock you get a proton torpedo if you don't you might have chose correctly and Got two charges off Zam, anyways, and shoot him regardless. It's real scary.
1: Yep. Or, like, even if you uh, don't shoot him and he doesn't get the lock
0: that way, you have a couple of thread tracers right there to uh, get those locks. And also, those are all ones as well with Nom So you have both maneuvering and fire um, order of whatever you want. Which means you, with
1: uh, Nom Lom, if you already have the target lock, you can shoot the Pro Torp use the Tracer, get the lock back, and then do the double tap for the uh, second Protor. <laughs> that happened to you? No, he amazing. just nattied his best attack against me,
0: so he still had his slug lock for the second one. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> so the other two Zs, um have Tractor Beams, which is pretty cool. I like Tractor Beams. I think tractoring is one of the most powerful effects, if not the most powerful effect in X-Wing, period. Definitely is. Being able to... Legitimately
1: move your opponent's ship wherever you want it, where they have no say whatsoever. Like even in an ion, you can. It's in the next phase, so you can like block your ship
0: or something like that. But tractors just. You can, can rotate ninety degrees now.
2: <laughs> yeah, you get all that agency back.
0: I've, I've rotated off tractor beams effectively. So have I. Is there any that, Cody? How was that? I was going against that list. Was it just? Was it as dirty as it looks? It was extremely dirty. Like I mean, just
1: look at it. They have a bunch of tractors, tracers. Going into it, I knew nam was like really scary until he got the uh, pro tops off. But that's the other thing you don't really want to let him get those pro tops off. So he's just always going to be a threat piece. I um, admittedly I believe, I made the wrong strategy of try to kill Sikhs and then leave Nam just hanging in the dust because uh, after I made a fatal error, lost me a silencer, He, I just couldn't get points off those Sikhs, whereas if I just focused nam I probably would have been able to actually, first off, wouldn't charge a Zam because he made the correct call every time, like whether I shot at him or not. Um... <laughs> So major props to him for that. Uh, yeah, my favorite mistake was with Rush. I try he made a weird bump where his K turn on a seek bumped the nub of Namlam, so it got blocked. And then I tried to engage Sunny Bounder in a tracer with Rush. And there was a two straight Four straight or two bank was the correct call, and I did the three straight. So I'm stuck in like range one is Sunny with a thread tracer behind him, and I can't barrel roll out of arc. So it's just eh. And then after that, Rush got blocked and took two pro torps to the <laughs> face. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Also, Sunny is Bay because. I was really happy to see his Sonny proc twice. First, a double focus on offense and then double hit on
2: offense. I love Sonny Pounder so much. Yeah, Sonny is just one of those pilots that you just, you can't help but just want to root for whenever you see her on the board. But otherwise, like, Sebastian was
1: a great player. Like, really fun to just talk to, hang out with, and I'm happy you won it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if you're going to lose, you might as well lose to the guy you want it, right? Yep. Um, second place was Five Inquisitors and Foresight. Seems good. Seen it before. Oh, man. So I do have to mention this list, because I'm still banging on about these things, right? Uh, there's only three HMPs this time, not four, but there's
2: three HMPs in Grievous. And I love it. I can get behind that. Yeah. I mean... I don't know what else I can say about General Grievous beyond the fact that he's one of my favorite ships in the game, so anytime I see him on the board, I'm like, oh yeah, go Grievous. He had dead eye shot on Grievous, though. That's an, a
0: call, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what Do you care about the bid though? No, but I wonder how many times he actually got it off, right? That's uh it's it's really strange. <laughs> I guess maybe if you your re-roll you don't have re-rolls because they're not out of arc or something, and you kind of whiff, or you're really good at rolling crits. I don't know. Wait, did, he, did he make cut? Yeah. You can
1: um, do the dead eye shot and then re-roll, right?
0: Um, but you, maybe. I
1: and mean, if he, you know, he has a really good crit down there, like a panicked pilot. Or something that might be just a good call.
0: Yeah, fair enough, I guess.
1: <laughs> or if you have one hit and you know you aren't going to hit that three agility thing,
0: I mean, it's uh, yeah, he was he was top four with that list. He's mm-hmm. tenth in Swiss, tenth in Swiss with three HMPs. You'd think they would bleed more MOV than that, but uh, he had concussion missiles though on DGS. I'm pretty sure he was on stream at one point, wasn't he? I I do not know. I was not watching the stream at the time. Yeah, I was also not watching. Yeah, I mean, also I'd Kraken on on Grievous too, which helps a lot with the sync laser HMPs because they have the sync laser cannon. Well, the two of them had the sync laser cannons, but also that kind of means Grievous probably isn't flanking, which is a little bit weird, counterintuitive to his gameplay. But you know. Uh, maybe because of the Hemp's weird uh,
1: ability to turn it, he just turns it into the flanker eventually sort of thing. Because now you either like let all three Hemp's get behind you by the side-slipping and then just focus on Grievous. But Grievous is really tanky because I'm sure this is title Impervium Plating Grievous. Oh,
0: impervium, just soulless. Ooh. Yeah, I mean... Uh, yeah, it's, it's a it's a cool it's a cool list. I really like these HMPs. I think they're much better than pe- like people aren't flying them, um, but I think they're still really good.
2: Yeah, I've uh I've enjoyed flying the one when I've I've flown them. I've kind of integrated them into a uh, a swarm that uh, Ryan has helped me make. So it's been they're fun. They're they're tanky. It's not a choice though for concussion missiles and not
0: like diamond borons. To the same price and possibly more useful than concussion, but I mean, you have dead eye shot. Maybe you just really like flipping over cards. Who knows?
2: <laughs> and DGS is pretty good too. If you can get somebody oh, yeah. in that bullseye, give them a strain. Uh, bad new Bad bad times for that person. Well, these are PS, What? PS. What are these hemps A DGS is a one, and then uh, he's the only one that's hyperspace legal. And then the Genos and prototypes are twos.
0: Yeah. and then you know' was being
2: a four. yeah I mean it'd be nice if uh, people were shooting after Dgs to really take advantage of the strain token. but if you want to get rid of the strain token next turn you have to do a blue maneuver, which not every ship likes to do.
0: especially if you're a lat. <laughs> but also at that point I don't really care about the strain rage right? like, no matter what. <laughs> you say that you don't play Josh enough apparently. Uh, my lat almost got two-shotted, okay? It took nine damage off two shots. Let me tell you, no crits. Nine when damage, was, two shots, no crits. One was a pocket, though. Yeah, just a straight focus pocket shot. Two hits, three focus results. Normal. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Rossner, I believe he was second in Swiss. He, he had Grievous Zam and Sunfock. Which is blowing me away. Daredevil Grievous. Also an interesting call. I don't
1: know. Daredevil, if you have a flanker, is an amazing card because it truly lets you engage or disengage at any moment. The regular bank boost, you can only partially engage, so you have to actually do it where you maneuver a little bit. But with Daredevil, you could just like, I'm going straight, and okay, I'm going to engage now, or okay, I'm still going to be running away.
0: Yeah, it's just the the blue maneuvers on, on the Belva Labs are not good. I think it's like a 2-3 straight 2 bank. It's, mm-hmm. So you, you fly some weird, funky things when you're trying to do Daredevil you actually kind of see that a lot more recently um a lot more daredevil a lot more I mean extreme maneuvers so it's just it's just a a trend i notice it's not i don't think it's anything particularly bad it's just weird that i don't know where people are doing the one-hard boosts uh, like i said i feel like the one-hard boosts,
1: especially on like a grievous as opposed to like a kylo is more on the I'm not going to engage before I'm ready. It's more taking agency away from your opponent because now your opponent also has to account, like, well, at any moment, he can just, if I go towards him, he can just keep going straight. And, like, now the rest of his list is doing it. Or, like, if I turn away, he knows
0: exactly when to turn in. But, Matt, you and I love Namtex. I'm not bringing Sunfock into a hyperspace tournament absolutely not <clears throat> and you got second in swiss with Sunfock.
2: i mean he, well the, the top two lists are zam grievous nantex in swiss mm-hmm. like that that's cr- that is crazy that's crazy i think it's crazy and especially like like we already talked about burr like his ability to essentially i5 and you can carry treacherous but like Sunfock. I guess he's I six. He's I six at that point. There's no there's no tractor shenanigans in here at all, nothing. And to be able to make top top two in Swiss, he went he went undefeated like he must have flown that like a god. I almost had the opportunity to
1: play him, but GSP had the round five repairings because he was my original opponent. Oh, that would have been real interesting to try to play against that. Yep. Yeah. Instead, I had someone who's never played more than five games, and she was really cool. Uh, She ended up beating me and made her first cut ever.
0: Oh, nice job! That's wholesome. Was it the
1: uh, like triple Jedi CLT list with a seven B and then a V wing?
2: Oh,
0: nice! Yeah, that's making cut with three CLT Jedi. Who's played in very little tournaments Is this. Mm-hmm. Skillful. You know who did make Kotbo?
1: Was it you, Alex?
0: No. Who was 6th in Swiss?
1: Uh, I guess that would be me. With the triple silencers. And the funny part was 7th was also a triple silencers list. I beat him by like 11 MOV to take Top FO on us.
2: <laughs> Congratulations, Cody.
1: <Yeah>. Thank you. <laughs> so I, was,
2: I was looking through this real quick and four FO lists made cut. They're all triple ace lists and every single one of them has Kylo and Rush in them.
1: Yep. And then the 33rd list was uh, Kylo, Recoil, and Rush as well. But so on my list, I don't run bids generally unless there's just nothing good to put on for the points. I'd rather just have efficiency, especially in like a swarm meta. So I went to Advanced Maneuver, not Advanced Maneuver, Extreme Maneuvers Kylo with Ion Torps, um, Naked Rush, and uh, Recoil with Predator. So Jonathan Lohman, he was the seventh place uh, FO um, almost the same list as me. I think he... Uh, he had hate on Kylo instead
0: of extreme maneuvers and eye on torpedoes.
1: Yeah, so he went more, more of a bid. But for like, since last year, he's been really heavy on recoil with Predator. I've just been trying to stick with the fives because I thought it was a better Metacall previous seasons, but with the Swarms really coming, I had to uh, take one from his book, and recoil was doing a lot of work. Especially against the uh, Seek Swarm game I played. And even the uh, COT Jedi game I played, he was doing a lot until he abruptly died
0: (laughs) from four green dice. Well, the nice thing about recoil, right, is that he's a four, and he gets a reroll as long as you are in this front arc at range one. You're stressed, right? Which will happen all the time with the silencer. Oh, yeah. But again, uh, what we saw in Sweden is that... A lot of ships are threes. The Inquisitors and the Barons are threes. Seas are one. Jedis are threes. I saw your game, Cody against a couple of Jedi's and recoil can do a lot of work against them. Yes, so you can.
1: So I ended up um, in Swiss. I played I would say two AC lists, one beef list, and three like swami list yeah, oh, I wouldn't even say Swarmy, so I had Broadside and three Jedi Knights was my fourth game that was like recoil was not one shotting but stripping shields on like these seven b jedis every time he shot or killing them every time he shot. He really did just annihilated these seven b jedi
0: that's that's
1: so disheartening to me, <laughs> yeah. You know, And then um, my last Swiss opponent was uh, Andy Cameron. And Recoil didn't one-shot ZZ, but basically one-shot ZZ. He made it so Rush can finish off ZZ after I uh, blocked ZZ with Kylo.
0: I mean, I'm glad you listened to your own podcast, Cody, and brought Eye on Torpedoes. How useful was um, that? um, I'm supposed to listen to the own podcast. Gosh, they're so good. They're so good.
2: Four points.
1: The ion torps were amazing. Um, it, I'm not gonna say single handedly handedly won me any games, but it definitely incre- uh, like either made me win harder or increased my chances of winning. Like same thing with the Andy Cameron. I um, forced a bump on Poe, got the target lock beforehand, and his Poe only had one health. So I just talent rolled and shot an Ion Torp. It's a 4v2, so with target lock force, it's almost a guaranteed kill. Um, another one, B-Wings only have two agility if they're behind a gas cloud against an uh, Ion Torp. You're probably going to Ion a B-Wing, even if it's through a gas cloud, which is what I did.
0: And that will take it out of the fight. And, like,
1: Oh, yeah. Crippling like, me. So that B-Wing was out of the fight. For th- his Braylon was out of the fight for three turns. And I was able to pick off another ship, then come around and kill Braylon. And then even against, like, three agility ships, just getting that fourth die, like, you're probably going to... And deny the ranged three bonus. You're probably going to do at least the damage, and if you can eye on it, that's amazing. Um, against uh, the Seek Swarm I played... I ended up ioning ioni- uh, ionizing his seek onto a gas cloud, so I came in, got a range one double modded shot, and did two damage.
0: Because seeks, man. Yeah, I mean, agility is really strong mm-hmm. if you can roll it well.
1: My, I don't. I still think rush is the weakest part of this list, just because, like on my PS2, which is when I like him the most, because he's blocking. But when he's PS6, it's like, eh? I get to arc dodge better? Cool. I can't block. I don't like spending my focus on offense if I'm going to get a shot at, which against Swarms, you're going to get shot
0: at. only had one more point for that advanced targeting program. They're the event. APT. Yep.
1: I do think the uh, extreme maneuvers and Ion to walk on Kylo was the correct call over APT on Rush? Oh, yeah, for sure. I've just...
0: One point, you know. <laughs> I played um, an FO um, ace list when I was... I think it was my round three opponent. Good guy. Don't remember his name, but he's from Saskatchewan. So that's basically close enough. <laughs> Different times and everything, it's okay. Uh, but he had extreme maneuvers on Kylo... And he pulled, he had a damaged engine, but that didn't really matter too much with extreme maneuvers. He just did banks instead, and then then corrected after there. The ability to roll backwards, and then one hard in boost is very, very strong. Yes, it is. uh, As I found out.
1: Extreme maneuvers, I probably arc dodged 10 to 15 times because of extreme maneuvers while still getting a shot. Not to mention all the times that I could just like decide when I'm going to engage or disengage by just going straight instead of banking, and I'm like, okay, you uh, avoided Kylo, so I'm turning in now.
0: Fair enough. There's a bunch of cool, interesting lists that I made into GSPs that I really like. Uh, they had four um, Saber interceptors and Palpatine. Uh, Vermeil of Palpatine, <laughs> which is super cool to me. I like I that like list a lot. I believe he came in eighth. His name was Curtis.
1: So, do you think he's taking a lot of evades because you have that one pulp Force? So, you're still taking focus
0: and you just have like extra mod support. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm sure whatever's getting shot, you might as well just take the evade, right? But you still have, you know, th- three other interceptors and Vermeil coming in. That's a lot of red dice. It's a lot of green dice. Hey, if if worse comes to worse, you can always coordinate, right? Or jam. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, man. Top 16. Fenrau, naked. Tarak naked. Morallo <laughs> With Zam and Boba Fett. Boba Fett? So he just like, how I'm not sure if it was the gunner or the crew. Oh, I okay. think it was the crew, which is even crazier to me. But, I mean, Zam, Crew, always good. But, Fan Tarek, and Morallo is not a list I thought I would ever see in a cut. <laughs> <laughs> I love Morallo; Just Scooby-Doo your way across the board. Pop-pop. Oh, that's
1: actually, I think that's what he did. It is, like, he put himself facing the board edge, and then the next round he came back, and he's like, no matter what, right behind your list. There you go.
0: That's cool. Actually, I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. That's clever. Uh we got Zam Grievous and three Trade Federation drones. Zam Grievous like
1: plus one. I mean three Trade Federation drones are basically just
0: one ship, right? Essentially. Um Fen Rao, and uh, three Mark Cell closure mining guild ties. It's so fun. <laughs> I mean they're the most effective use out of it, right? You just plow through an asteroid and try to try to strain someone. <laughs>
1: Yup, I mean, because you can have so many of them. Because otherwise, I have to like say Reapers and Strikers are really good with it too. Plow through that gas cloud, do a blue move.
0: I was going to say this for later, but uh, the V-wing list. Man, I know how much you love your V-wings. Or how
2: happy are you that they made cut? And this is five of them. And r two D two dorsal turret Wolfpack and Conternets. They're all I two just six ships, lots of lots of bomb options, which, you know, we talked about last episode. There's a lot of thermal deaths that can be dropped. Connor Nets, nobody nobody wants to see that. Came in, I uh, made top 32. And uh, yeah, yeah R2D2 is a very interesting choice, but he's 40 points and Wolfpack is nice. Like, if you want it, if you and really Wolfpack, need to have absolutely. a focus focus on a ship, you can take a strain to get a target lock instead. So yeah, that's really interesting.
0: I I love, I love Wolfpack. I think that's an incredible card for the Republic, and that that helps so much because he just you know walk up with a, a focus right, and if anyone shoots at your V wings now that you have the the lock, which is much better, you spend the focus on defense.
2: And you don't and you don't have to you don't have to take it too. Like if you think that oh this V Wing's going to take a lot of damage this round, I don't you don't have to take the strain token but it's nice if you're only getting shot at once.
1: So I have to change the subject a little bit because the uh, Omega Finals is on right now and Grievous just pulled the best move ever. He took a pro uh, Procket. His opponent got five hits, or three hits, two crits. He got an evade. He treacherous off a hit and threw away two crits and took
2: one damage. Yeah, that was pretty great. And I'm pretty sure one of those, crits was a direct hit as well. Yep. And he's alive with two health right now.
0: Treacherous paying off already.
1: Yep. And it's two lists we already talked about today. It's uh, Zam, Grievous, uh, Brewer. And then the other one is six Barons, two Threads, uh, four prockets and only two. Nope. Hmm. Three Ruthless. No, those five with uh, still five ruthless.
2: Yeah, so I we guess those people.
1: just something to uh, that three point bid.
0: I mean, I took the three point bid for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I guess I could talk about mine real quick. I went uh, two and two, but you know it was a rough night beforehand. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean I. Played uh, Doug Howell in the first round, so that's an uphill battle there. (laughs) Especially when his arc um, got two range one shots in that strained arc, and I did a damage. Good times. It's only Jedi with lat rerolls in a force. How could I possibly hit a strained arc? (laughs) Uh, But no, it was good. I played um, Andy the second round. Um... F-O-Aces. And then the last one I played, I believe his name was Kelly. He had a Jake, Luke, Braylon, and a generic X-Wing. But Luke had R2, and that saved him so much. He got both charges off. I couldn't track him down in time, and he had one health on Luke by the end of the game. Mm-hmm. So close. Just going to do one more damage. And then, you know, with just the sheer amount of Republic list, I'm like, well, I'm going to go home and sleep now. Because <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to beat any of these guys up.
1: I mean, I guess I didn't tell the secret to why I did well. It's because we were really, really
0: hungover that day. <laughs> yeah, Cody plays significantly better when he's hungover. It's... Really odd, but very consistent.
1: (laughs) I think every time I made cut at an event, I was really hungover the night before, or
0: drunk the night before. Living that solid X-Wing lifestyle right there. (laughs) Matt, Cody, do you guys see any more interesting lists you want to talk about before we go on? Uh,
1: No, I think we hit
0: all the main ones. Five five Y-Wings made cut. They did. Rebel Y-Wings, even better. It was, uh, what, five grays, three with ion uh, turrets. One of them with ion torpedoes. One of them with advanced proton torpedoes. Another one with proton torpedoes. You just bring all the torpedoes, I guess. You had a little bit of trail mix of torpedoes.
1: <laughs> oh. I know the uh, those two 5X that made cut. And they played each other in the top 32. That's poetic in a way.
0: Yep. Actually, there's one more list I want to talk about because I like this list a lot. It's the two Z95s with red tracers. This one had two cartels with proton torpedoes, one with ion torpedo, and Sarasu with the tractor beam. It's a scary list.
1: And Sarasu with the tractor beam is also.
0: Oh man, that seems really good because. If you hit that tractor beam, you're probably going to hit those Thread tracers. And now you got two proton torpedoes and an ion torpedo. Yeah. And defensive rerolls. I do see that two delta defenders
1: and two barons with threat tracers may cut. So, defenders, man. <laughs> Tanky three agility is still good, apparently.
0: Who would have known? Yeah, we'll just wait for the new ones. We'll see how well that works. It's going to be real interesting when those come out.
2: Pretty excited about those, about these new upgrade packs, these new ships packs.
0: So uh, the last subject I want to talk about is just kind of what we've seen that's working in hyperspace. I know we alluded a lot to it this episode, just by the nature of what we're talking about. But um, in our first episode, we talked about what we've, we're have we seeing emerging at the time of hyperspace. So I just kind of wanted to now see that although we've had a couple major tournaments for hyperspace, what's working. You know, obviously, what well, we've been banging out—you know, every episode, right? You know, generic span. The V ones are good, Seeks are good, Jedi are good, Zam pilots really good. We all know these things. Um, but I like that Grievous is making a comeback because he's—it's a great time right now because all these lower, all well, the. I threes. Grievous
2: is a four. He loves to arc dodge. He loves to do a lot of damage. Oh yeah, for sure. Then like, yeah, Grievous is with a bunch of barons out there, a bunch of I threes out there. Yeah. Grievous can do really well in this meta and he has been doing really well with his ability that really wants to be outside of arcs. Super tanky with impervium plating. Like why is that upgrade still only four points
0: Yeah, and he, uh, with the re rolls and the focus, he might actually be able to hit the three agility ships too.
2: Yeah, it's yeah, why well, I'm not gonna complain, but because I love I love General Grievous, but gosh, why is Impervium Plating still only four points? Like that that upgrade can literally be a game changer by just being like, Nope, gone. There goes the crit.
0: Rick Ali is making a comeback. Despite being a little too expensive in my opinion.
1: Is Rick Alley? I thought it was <laughs> just been... a lot of Kid Anakin.
0: Well, that too. <laughs> that that we know is always good. <laughs> okay. no, Rick Alley's been uh, getting cuts in both uh, tournaments, which is weird to me, because but I guess if you think about it, yeah, like Barons and Inquisitors, right, they're probably doing one-hards. So you don't even have to go that fast to, to get your extra die. I was going to say that's true, but like a PS5
1: that really doesn't want to get blocked, I feel in a swim that is not a good spot to be. People
0: are making it work, man. (laughs) I don't know what to say. Nice. I mean, he just slapped Daredevil on there and no one's one's going real hard on him. A couple of them have R2, but I guess if you just have I assume they're just using him as a flanker, right? Because a lot of these have Mm -hmm. other larger ships or they're part of a they got four, they're all like four ship builds, so I'm sure you can screen pretty well for them.
2: Yeah, I mean, Rick is generally bait anyways. Like, sure, you can go shoot him, but oh, don't you want to focus on the rest of my list type thing?
0: Yeah, and if he does the three or whatever, at least he still has the free of aid and essentially a focus. Or they can kind of play like extreme maneuvers like you were doing, Cody, because of the Daredevil. So you can four straight bats on one of them turn turn in. Yep. See, I mean, uh, I don't think they get enough love yet, but silencers are still making a, a huge splash.
1: I mean, in GSP, uh, ha- uh, what, 4 out of 32 was, like, at least two silencers? 5 out of 33? They, oh, yeah. they are, like, your, I think, going to be your only actual ace ships in hyperspace. Because yeah. of the fact that maneuverable have three agility three reds they can do be where they want, and all this, so that's the closest thing you're gonna get right now you have the actus as well that's good, I
0: should say, sorry. <laughs> people have been flying those things pretty well, but no I mean it, it's first order, right?' It's, no one's gonna run
2: they're kind of your
0: only ship right
2: well it's, it's just it's just tough because the no no generic right. fos in. And- um, hyperspace, SF. just not being able to run, like, a Malaris swarm or, like, a, not being able to really fly, like, a true Malaris swarm. You can do a Malaris swarm. It's just you substitute yeah. SFs, so it's a little bit
1: tankier, but you lose a ship is the issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's, it's only a six-ship, uh, Malaris swarm, but I don't know. Like, you have Rebus, four SFs, and Malaris with so like, eight points to spare I think
0: you know I was going to say no one really flew side shuttles but a couple people did Uh, they did the Von Reg Kylo Gideon list that we saw pop up earlier which is really weird to me because he basically only works on himself but weapons failure baby (laughs)
2: Yeah. or or weapons failure Kylo or a deplete Von Reg yeah that actually makes sense too but then you just train the
1: deplete for a strain.
2: I'm I'm just I'm just throwing things out there that he can do, like <laughs> it, it works on depleted vonrag. I don't actually mind that too much. That's kind of cool.
0: Um, other things that I thought was you know still effective but doesn't get talked about enough is the HMPs. I know I go on about them a lot. I I think they're amazing. I don't think
2: yeah, there's a lot. They're of fun. so
0: hard to try to engage because they're going to be flanking you on the next turn. Yeah, have side, one agility, yes, is so, so cool. You can't just like walk in there.
1: You say we should just one round them and that's the most effective strategy
0: against them? <laughs> if you can, by all means. <laughs> so uh, other things that have been like emerging in this kind of meta You know, we talked about a little bit earlier with the V wings are starting to get traction. Finally, people have been figuring out what they want to fly with them, how they want to fly with them. It seems to be a lot of wolf pack. They have bombs. Bombs are always good. So I'm glad that they're starting to do better. Yeah, so am I. Other things that I've... uh, no, I mean going you ran this like recoil starting to emerge as a nice threat at I four. A lot of people are doing I four interceptors. I believe Sweden had I four Juke defenders. That's
1: um, an interesting call because, like swarm metas tend to block, and defenders are really easy to block. But really, like I four is just. With a swarm, like a PS3 and below, I4 is basically a new AC, and in hyperspace there aren't that many fives or sixes that can really take advantage of moving after you. There's like Kylo.
2: Yeah, not not enough to make it like part of your list building strategy for sure.
0: Yeah, they, I don't think they're like a lot of the fives and sixes are not really going to punch at their weight right now in this meta. Um another thing that I love that has been going on is R2D Two in the Y Wing as the cheapest crew carrier the Republic has. I love it. It's so fun. Uh we saw him with Wolfpack, which is amazing. But also the uh yeah, one of the people that had Ala Secura on him. So you could focus one you could focus as R2 D two, which is hilarious to me. But you can focus and link that into like a coordinate, and that's super useful for the Republic. I what if I you just had pre-coordinates every round? It seems really good, it's stressless. Yeah, I mean it was it. Oh, uh, Jacob Beck in this one in particular, he had ion cannon turret on r uh, 2 R2D2 and Ayla, and then three seven Bs, which we know are very good. We've been talking about that for a long time.
1: That's interesting because I just like Hound is also coordinating every round by basically passing out target locks. So it's a nice little interesting nice uh, call right there.
0: Medical. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I thought that was really cool. And then, again, what, we're, what other ships we're seeing right now for some reason are the high initiative Nantex. I I wish I, I... I understand what they're doing, but I don't see why anyone would take them at this point.
1: I mean, they're still really efficient ships, right?
0: yeah but are you gonna take like you know how much like Sunflot cost base it's like 45 uh, points oh I mean you get a 6 but like a lot of investment
2: especially in that faction where you can just bring like two droids mm-hmm. yeah I kind of feel the same way like I don't get me wrong I love seeing named antics on the table but it's just it's just a weird call to me and I like I said I don't understand it either
0: but it's working.
2: It's working, yeah.
0: <laughs> I would love to go back and watch some of these games to see just how effective the nantex are. I mean, treacherous again. You can just kind of hit a ship and track yourself off, kind of thing. But uh, you leave yourself vulnerable, and then they got a two die turret with the bullseye. I don't. I don't get it but it's it's doing well just want to point that out a bunch of uh upgrades in hyperspace that we're seeing you know threat tracers ion torpedoes am 7b they're all good we knew that it they're still good. just as prevalent as ever foresight's i mean people are running even more foresight now they're not running foresight now they're running pockets
1: so this was the first hyperspace event, right? The other ones were all extended? Yeah, yes. this is the first like large hyperspace event. So I feel like that's probably the big reason why we see more foresight and brackets is because it's hyperspace
0: and the Well we're uh, seeing it in extended too. Well the Prockets we were seeing in extended.
1: Mm hmm. Foresight, just uh the V ones being so effective. What's a good upgrade with them? You could do FCS and like a missile or you just do foresight and be more tanky and defensive. Which in a meta where there's not that much uh double offensive mods unless you're bringing tracers seems solid.
0: Yeah, it's just interesting how like the the strictly bullseye upgrades are doing so well, but also there's a lot more ships on the board, so it tends uh it makes sense now. Mm-hmm. Predators on the I-4s now. You're seeing a lot of Predator just because there's not a lot of self-sufficient I guess double mods unless you have tracers but a lot of us have tracers anyways but a lot of Predator you see it on the uh, the Actus all the time but now it's on Recoil you know you got it on the, the Interceptors the <laughs> Nantex False transponder codes are everywhere as well. Yep. That's never bad. But you know what? I I did notice that there's a lot more ferrisphere um, paint now, which is a really cool meta call because no one ever used it beforehand.
1: And it works on just any lock, not just uh, toggle lock action. So all those thread traces also gives everybody a stress now, right?
0: Yep. And that's the brilliance of it. I mean it's four points, so it's been going down ever since it came out. Uh but yeah, as long as you're not in that ship's bullseye, any ship that acquires a lock on you gets one stress. That's pretty dope. It's 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 uh it's a strong counter to the uh threat tracers. Mm-hmm. Which is I appreciate that. Too bad it's kind of in an awkward spot to put into re- republic list or resistance list.
1: Because you just want to be just efficient with everything, and you don't really have the points for a, sort of a counter like that. Although, admittedly, I wouldn't want to go against that either. With my just, even though Kylo was the only one, I generally took target
0: locks with in my silences. Yeah, but you definitely don't want to like double stress with that, right? So it's yep, it sucks. Lad Jedi list, no problem, but. Yeah, like a wolf pack list, so that's rough. Thread tracers. Ugh. hmm
2: Yeah, definitely very
0: interesting medical.
1: Oh, yeah. What can get double mods without taking a target lock? I'm just thinking Grievous and Recoil. Because Amku uh, acquires target locks.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, you know, anything with a reroll like Predator or... List. Uh, yeah, I mean, without locks, it's really, you know, trying not to do a lot of double ones. Um, you know, Rose, bash well, not bash, but like Nimi, Poor Jazz. But also speaking of, the resistance is not making cuts.
1: Like at all. It's surprising me. I know at GSP, um, my one buddy, Matt, he... Lost the game by 2 and then lost the game by 16 points and both of them were like at the final shot. So, it's... They're coming close. It's just they can't quite get that last ump
0: to get there. Yeah, I wonder if it's just because they kind of bleed MOV because they're all basically two agility unless you're running like the A-Wing Swarm. And that's the only thing I can think of because they're they're very efficient ships. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, they all have good abilities. They're all relatively rec- uh, decently cost- costed. Um, my only theory is that, I you don't know, you lack, uh, like, generic ships, so you can't do, like, a generic, like, ship sw- like spam.
1: Or you just lack an end game piece?
0: I guess. I mean, you have the A-Wings, which are... Always, you know, they're pretty solid. hmm And you got the T-70s, and you have Rose or Finn, because no one's bringing the transporter to the Fireball themselves. It's just maybe they're too pigeonholed. I'm not, so I'm not, I don't know why say, they're not doing well.
1: I, mean, I know they aren't getting played that often. Like, they are, the in both the events, what, third and GSP, and third least uh, faction in Swedish. They just, nobody cares to play them probably because they only have what, one basic archetype? X-Wings and Pod?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you got A-Wings as well. There's people doing pretty well with those. Uh, The four A-Wings, yeah. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, uh, Andy, the guy I played, he had two pods and three X-wings, which seems really good. I mean, it's was Bash and Jess. So that core is strong for what it is. I and mean, he had Rose and uh, V and V's. I mean, there's, I guess uh, there's not a lot of aces out there, but V at least can check a dial of someone. If it's, if the people are flying in uh, blocks or something, if you get one of them, um, like the intel agent kind of thing. At least you have a, a general idea of where they're going.
2: hmm Yeah, I mean, it went four and two, that list did, but it still made 40. So I I think you just, it probably just bleeds MOV. All those ships are only rolling two agility dice with a lot of heavily modded shots that, come, that are probably coming in. It's just, you know, those X-wings and those um, tide pods are probably just taking damage. Yeah, he was like, Seventy mov out of the cut,
0: and I want to take personal responsibility for that because <laughs> I think he only half health one of my Jedi, maybe two. Um, but yeah, that you know, I I don't know why. Like, what well, what can you do with the resistance? I mean, they have just the efficiency ships. Maybe it's because they don't. Maybe they don't have enough spike damage. Because you see a lot of rockets. Poe's
2: not really... Poe can take Ion Torps and stuff, but he's just... You get Poe in a bad spot and he just dies.
0: I wonder why people aren't playing Ion Torpedoes in Bastion. That seems like that'd be really good.
1: Yeah, it does. I mean, he's just a four-point thing, but...
0: I mean, Bastion with Ion Tarps is 51 points, and that seems plenty Solid. scary enough.
1: These resistance lists, with how it's the bit at, like, if you dropped chest to Nami, and then, like, do you have any points to spare to get the eye?
0: Uh, not in, like, the Poe list, but if you, like, just do, like, normal D-70s. I saw some guy fight J-Chris. That was funny he's also the cheapest x-wing i don't know well uh time will tell maybe they'll start doing better later
1: what's the next uh medical what do you guys think is going to be the the new evolution and the next it really uh... depends
0: on the next pack right because we got those three that are coming real soon depends on which of those are going to be hyperspace
2: yep and interesting to see if Darth Vader is even legal for competitive play, or if he's just Epic only.
1: I mean, that'd be a really interesting call, but in hyperspace, if he doesn't have a sensor slot, I think he's fine. Like you can actually balance that. If he doesn't have a sensor slot, he can't use supernatural. Like, okay. Yeah. No advanced sensors.
0: Excited for those new Y wings. (laughs) They have tech slots. They do have tech slots. You have like R5P8, right? So you could throw a targeting synchronizer on one of them and then just have some other ship with R5P8 to shoot a missile and still have mods in focus without ever taking a lock. <laughs> I don't know. Just totally throwing shit out there. Uh, uh, is there anything else that uh, you guys want to talk about? Hyperspace? Scenery
1: is going to be good. Um, hyperspace? I don't know. We still got to find out why
2: resistance... I don't know. I mean, all these all these flight club qualifiers, like the actual championship events, those are all hyperspace, right?
1: Yes. yes. So I and mean, after
2: the Omega that's playing on right now, it's yeah, they'll all be the hyperspace. Right? So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what emerges if we see more of these triple CIS with the fire spray, Grievous and Nantex do really well. Or, I mean, the swarms are still going to do really well, maybe. Maybe get some resistance love in there. Cause yeah, I think I think Bastion with Ion torpedoes just just sounds like a bad time. Like it just not does not sound fun to fly against.
0: Yeah, you know, I'll have to I'll have to dig deeper into trying to see an interesting resistance list. Maybe I'll present one for you guys a little bit later or something.
1: <laughs> well I was gonna say the one that my buddy flew, let me get this up real quick. He had more MOV at three and three than just about everybody else. At, that was four and two. Like I think he was only like fifty MOV away from
0: me, and
1: I was five and one.
0: You know what you can't do though? Have a decent five ship build with bastion with ion torpedoes. Really? Yep. You are a couple points short. Maybe that's why that doesn't happen, eh? Playtesting like <laughs> works. Be a good reason.
1: So yeah, he had. Fifteen hundred MOV at three and three, and at five and one, I had fifteen hundred seventy eight. So he's getting the MOV; he's just losing close
0: games. Anyways, I think it's uh, time to wrap this up. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you have any uh, questions or comments, you know you can email us at thebespinbenchwarmers at gmail dot com. Got a Twitch now, am I Benchwarmers Twitter, a Facebook page, Discord? We're everywhere now. We need some billboards. Give us some billboards in New York. I get some of the good old 96 billboards over there. Right above Southfield. (laughs) Well, anyways, uh, thanks for listening to everyone. I'll see you guys. Uh, Hopefully you'll tune in for the next episode.
1: Goodbye. Take care.